0: Politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The conservative review with Daniel Horowitz. And yes, this is Daniel Horowitz back in the house on Monday, March 30th, two days before April Fool's Day. And folks, you are the forgotten American taxpayers, but you are now also criminals. You and I are the criminals. We are confined in our homes in this country indefinitely no transparency no timetable no need for the public officials to present proper data and answer the questions and the conflicting data no regard for the severity of the liberty problems economic problems and yes the human life problems then maybe what they are doing is making this worse as witnessed by the dichotomy between europe Going locked down and thousands of more people dying and the Asian countries not going locked down and having a more successful result. And then at the same time, criminals are being released. Illegal aliens are getting rights. And today we're going to explore the worst mix of anarchy and fascism in this country. And yes, I wish this is this would be April Fool's. I wish this would just be some sort of joke, some sort of nightmare. But frankly, even though I'm called the prophet of woe and lamentation, I could never in my worst nightmare have conjured up. This mix of anarchy and tyranny. This is the darkest time of our lives. There is clearly something spiritual and biblical going on here that is well beyond any of our ability to explain and deal with, not just the severity of the plague, which clearly is, you know, it's coming from God. It is it is a problem. I'm certainly not dismissing that. I've never dismissed it from day one. But this is also biblical in the sense of how we could come to this degree of tyranny. And no one even bats an eyelash. Meaning, even if you think that it warranted it until now. But you should be bothered by whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, we've been two and a half weeks into this. For the president to now do a U-turn. And that's what he did yesterday. And there's one thing if he gets spooked. I'm not sure with the data. Let me see. Call another week. But another 30 days. Are you kidding me? 30 days? Another 30 days of this? How do you do that? I, I just don't understand how that even registers. And then
1: governors. I'm under house arrest now. My. uh.
0: Governor Larry Hogan, may his name rot in hell, calls for a shelter-in-place order. While criminals are not asked to shelter-in-place, they're let go. And there's no timeline. No timeline. I order this. I order that. Who the hell says you have that power? We're going to discuss this a little bit more tomorrow. Hopefully, if I can get this special law professor on the show. There's... There is broad police powers during an epidemic and there's broad police powers. There's limits. You can't do anything you want indefinitely, no matter how severe, no matter the evidence. And just say, hey, screw you. Nothing you
1: can do. It is truly eerie. For this, you in the audience. Where we've
0: gone through. Together, for several years, the insanity of judicial supremacism, how anyone could get standing to sue in court for any policy they don't like, so long as it's a left-wing outcome. Illegal aliens get standing for rights to violate our sovereignty and make us pay for the rope to hang ourselves with. Criminals get standing to sue for all sorts of bogus rights
1: to violate public safety.
0: somehow. When it comes to every local and state official doing something a hundred times more severe than everything the ACLU has ever taken them to court for, there is not a, almost not a single lawsuit. We have no access to the courts, we have no voice, we have no major talk show host to validate our grievances. We are stuck, locked up indefinitely, our money destroyed, our lives destroyed. The mental health, you cannot imagine what that's going to do. Being, led, The kids being locked up, people being locked up indefinitely. Criminals being
1: let out. And yet.
0: And yet. There'd be one thing if we said, look, at least after all that, we get rid of the virus. But the funny thing is, it, it's not getting rid of it. Because as I noted a hundred times.
1: This was baked into the cake the minute we allowed it into our country. Do you know
0: that um, 7 million people left Wuhan, China in January? 7 million people. Now, some of them inevitably went to other places within China. How many people came here? And that was in January. What about December?
1: See, what's starting to happen now is that every time thing there's
0: more deaths. So then they clamp down even more. Oh, we need to, you know, there's too many people out. We need to stay home. But here's the reality. Everyone already is scared for their lives more than they've ever been in their lifetimes. They already are staying home. Why is there a need for tyranny that we
1: will never put back in the bottle?
0: You tell me where you live. But where I live, everyone's abiding by the guidance and no, no, nobody wants to go out when it's unnecessary. But why start this point where we're having snitch
1: hotlines,
0: surveillance, police stopping people? I don't mean like mass gatherings and mass open partying with 50 people in it. I mean, just as individuals, they're, gonna, they're starting with that. And again, we're only... Two and a half months, two and two and a half weeks into this, Trump is declaring another 30 days. States are doing this indefinitely. If you're not bothered by where it is now, wait till this goes another five, 10 days. Because the deaths are going to go up. Because again, it's from God. It's from the stupidity, if you want to explain it physically, it's the stupidity that we let it into the country. We don't know exactly when it's going to peak, but that that was baked into the cake. They are creating this premise. And here's the most important thing you're going to hear from me on the data part, on the science part, before we get into the tyranny and the anarchy. And that is. Let's call a spade a spade. They need to be honest with us. What they are basically saying is this. They are suggesting. That. The deaths and the spread of this works commensurate with lockdown. The more you lock down, the less it spreads. The more you go out, the more it spreads. Very simplistic view. That is the view they are positing at every level of government. When it has been debunked by the experience of Europe, juxtaposed to the experience of Asia. And even within Europe, Sweden has not done this and has not had you know a, wor- a worse uh, situation than other countries, and certainly not nearly as bad as Spain and Italy that did do lockdown. Because it had nothing to do with lockdown. But if that is their strategy, folks, here's what's going to happen. Every time we go out, let's say this goes for two more months. Oh, and then, and then like, they're going to have to let it out at some point. Oh, but there's more deaths. We're going back to lockdown. Folks, what is the exit strategy? They, they are obligated to tell us that. because. Let me tell you what their strategy is at this point, but they're not telling you. That we are going to have to have lockdown until we come up with a a vaccine. And that could easily be 12 to 18 months, and that's just for the advent of it. Not to mention the testing and the studying of it. It's untenable. That's not an
1: option. That is not an option. You want to say you want to do this another week?
0: Fine. But there's got to be a point Where you level with us, with time limits, with transparency, with with explaining the value add to all this, with getting the state legislatures involved and having some sort of due process and transparency and oversight, you can't do this.
1: There's got to be a point where even those of us that are so weakened in our resolve
0: take refuge, in the words of Patrick Henry. Give me liberty or give me death. Quite literally, at some point, that's what it is. It's not worth it. Patrick Henry said, Show me that age and country where the rights and liberties of the people were placed on the sole chance of their rulers being good men without a consequent loss of liberty. I say that the loss of that darest privilege has ever followed with absolute certainty. Every such mad attempt.
1: How could we just be so trusting for that long? When already we see things being debunked.
0: Here's what the game they're playing. Here's the game they're playing. You can't prove a negative. So once they got us into lockdown, they're going to say, look, people are dying. We need to do more lockdown. Well, why are people still dying? Well, more people would have died had we not done lockdown. And conversely, if we ever forced a reopening of America. Guess what they'd say? People inevitably are going to die. Any that's our point. Clearly, this is not a factor that's mattering. Lockdown. It doesn't help.
1: It doesn't help. But. They'll always be able to say, well, if you would have done lockdown, fewer people die. This is the reality. A certain number of
0: deaths, even if it even if the curve slows. But you're always going to it's going to trickle in for many months. I think that is pretty clear.
1: But there's no circumspection here. Nothing. I've never been this scared in my life. And
0: yes, the virus is scary, but that's that's in the hands of God, as it says in the last chapter of Samuel. Let us fall in the hands of God and not in the hand of man.
1: Because God's mercy is great.
0: But when you create a man-made problem this severe, what's the exit strategy? I was speaking this over with Steve Davis last night and definitely tune into his show on Blaze TV today. And he came up with the perfect analogy. He was like, this is our Afghanistan where they could go for years on end and say, no matter the severity of the cost and the lives lost. Well. If we wouldn't be there, imagine how many people would die. We have to fight them there so they don't come here. No transparency, no time limits, no understanding of what victory looks like. All they have to do is say something that we can never prove because it's a negative. Well, if it would, if we wouldn't be doing this, it would be worse. So therefore. There's no oversight, no transparency, no benchmarks, no limitations. This is our Afghanistan. And it's time we call BS
1: on it. It's truly disgusting. And, you know, as as Steve pointed out in his Facebook post, which I think was very, very, very prescient.
0: That what is very clear is that this virus doesn't do well when it reaches the 70s and 80s.
1: So you'd expect, in many parts of the country especially, this would go down. This would go down. But the problem is, when you have lockdown, guess where people all are in climate-controlled, indoors. could be 70 degrees, it won't
0: get to 75, 80, 85. That is the experience we've seen from other coronaviruses. That climate control caused a second wave
1: of SARS in Toronto in 2003. Because everyone was locked down. That is the thing. There's there's not a single vehicle
0: final assembly plant in the U.S. that is running this morning. Can you imagine what that does? I want to read to you from Breitbart. CDC, Japanese data show indoor coronavirus transmission 18.7 times likelier. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recently published a paper reporting that Japanese data showed that coronavirus transmission was nearly 20 times more likely indoors than outdoors. And, and they're going off of the fact that the L.A. mayor is moving hundreds of homeless people into recreation centers indoors under the guise of stopping this when, in fact, it's actually more dangerous. But forgetting about the specific issue that they're dealing with of the homeless. But if you look at look at that on a, on a global and a national level. Who's to say you're not making it worse? I mean, who's to say when you see so many European countries do this and it keeps getting worse. And Asian countries, you know, left their economy open rather than mailing, you know, checks to everyone. They gave everyone masks and gloves and they went outside. And they are much better off.
1: And yet we can't even question that. That perhaps Singapore
0: and Japan and South Korea have it right. And the Europeans have it wrong, meaning it's not just the severity to our relationship as subjects with government. I mean, we are literally—I could have never, in a million years, imagined this degree of tyranny. But at least you get rid of the virus. No, my fear is we're making it worse. This is the problem when you have no debate, no oversight, no transparency, no benchmarks. I need you to go to our fan uh, Facebook fan page. Hurwitz Citizen Sanctuary, I put out a, a video on behalf of uh, our Facebook fans on Friday. You could check it out there. Let's organize together. Let's share our stories, the tyranny that's going on. Let's expose it. Folks, this is the last thing we have is First Amendment. I mean, freedom to assemble and freedom of religion has been abridged. de Blasio is talking about shutting down churches and synagogues indefinitely. But at least we have the freedom to talk as individuals. But at this rate, it wouldn't surprise me if they say you're a danger questioning what we're doing. We're going to shut you down. It's a public health concern. I, I, I do not mean that with a bit of sarcasm.
1: Or parody or exaggeration, hyperbole.
0: At this pace, if we don't put the brakes on it now, it will happen. I don't know. Everyone's getting so caught up again. The conservative media, they, they find the Trump said this at the press conference. So and they're not they're missing the fundamentals of what we're doing. And in many respects, I wish we'd have a Democrat as president because at least people would rebel. Now people have this wet blanket. Oh, Trump's taking care of us. And, and we saw what Trump's intuition was, but clearly he got swayed. And as he oh, and, and always, when he gets swayed, it's not just like, OK, I'll ease off a little bit. He'll flip 180 degrees, 30 days. Let's see the evidence. But again, this is the game they're going to play. We're going to get the worst of all worlds. We're going to keep breeding this indoors. So it's going to get even worse because lockdown is the wrong strategy. Our liberty is going to be destroyed forever. Our economy is going to be destroyed forever. Mental health. You cannot imagine the trickle-down effects of this. And the disease will continue. And they'll say, look, well, it would have been worse if we
1: wouldn't have done that. At what point do you have to show your homework? At what point? It is truly
0: astounding. We are a litigious society. Everything gets litigated. Yet now there is not a single meaningful lawsuit against anything they're doing. States have internal police powers for public safety, which is why I believe they have the right to take care of illegal immigration. But no, the courts say you can't. Yet when it comes to this, it can't be
1: overbroad and absurd and indefinite.
0: And then now they're putting travel bans on other states which you can't you can't even though you might think that's prudent and i actually think it's more prudent to lock up new york and new jersey than have tyranny in the whole country but nonetheless the feds need to be doing that not the states i'm sick of hearing this garbage oh i'm a, I'm a state person daniel i think states could do no no, no. states could do more poli- internal police powers than federal government but there's a limit there's a limit. You can't violate every single section of the Bill of Rights in the most profound way, indefinitely, without any oversight or due process in any part of it. There is some limit. All these years, oh, a state can't do anything. They can't define methods, procedures, um, and times of elections, early voting, healthcare regulations on, on abortion clinics. Federal courts jumped in every second. Now they're nowhere to be seen, except at the same time you and I are demanded to be sheltered at home. They are creating rights for criminals to be released in a few places where the politicians aren't doing it. The elected officials, the courts are now doing it. And in addition, in addition, they are now still this minute as we speak, giving the legal aliens standing in court to sue to be released, either from ICE. Because of the same jailbreak, you know, we're going to get coronavirus, or to get out of deportations, or to downright get into this country. Folks, these are very dark times. Don't tell me there's science behind this perverse amalgamation of outcomes, where the, the liberty problems, restrictions are so severe on us. We have no judicial
1: review. Or due process. But criminals and illegal aliens get what they want. The worst mix of tyranny and anarchism. Tyranny and
0: anarchy. Most sweeping restrictions, surveillance, confinement of Americans indefinitely without due process in the history of America? Check. Endless welfare, debt, and spending? Check. Mass release of criminals? Check. More
1: foreign workers?
0: At a time of record unemployment,
1: check. More rights for illegal aliens to come here, check. There is something biblical and spiritual going on here. We need to organize. We need to pray. You know, if we are going to
0: become like Singapore in terms of authoritarianism on civil liberties, Could we at least be Singapore against criminals and illegal aliens? Nope. We get the worst of all worlds. So here's what we have today. Last Monday, as I mentioned, the Supreme Court allowed two criminal aliens deported decades ago to reopen their cases to potentially overturn their deportation. Statute bars judicial review of that very provision
1: right there is no greater power
0: of the political branches of the federal government than controlling immigration and controlling the jurisdiction of the courts yet justices gorse
1: gorse suck and kavanaugh join with the liberals everyone except for thomas and alito to basically say no
0: we'll hear the case anyway this opens a pandora's box Of countless criminal aliens, because that's who's deported. Deported. I think these cases there it was for burglary or something, or maybe a drug charge. Deported since 1996 to reopen their cases. While Americans are confined within their homes or banned from traveling from certain states, criminal aliens, criminal aliens, can now get standing to sue to travel back across our international
1: border during a pandemic next
0: federal judge in the southern district of new york torres forgot her first name this clownish judge ordered the release of 10 criminal aliens from an ice detention facility in new jersey which is outside of her geographical jurisdiction contending that they were quote uh, quote medically compromised in addition judge dolly g yes that dolly g you remember her who basically spawned the entire public health crisis at our border last year, ordered HHS to, quote, make continuous efforts to release these so-called unaccompanied alien minors that are in the HHS facilities under the auspices of the Office of Refugee Resettlement. The same unilateral authority given to executives, whether it's the feds, local, state, To now confine Americans and shut down businesses of all sorts, even those that don't have large gatherings under the guise of public safety. Is now given to both executives and the courts to release people who don't belong in this country. Next. So, folks, there's nothing a mayor can't do, right? A mayor, a county official, a governor, they could do anything they want to you under the guise of fighting coronavirus for however long they want, without any oversight, without any transparency, without any judicial review, without any oversight and due process. Yet, yet, according to the Montana Supreme Court, they just ruled that local police in Montana cannot hold an illegal alien burglary suspect for 48 hours so ICE can pick him up on immigration charges. I, I, I just I just don't know. I mean, remember, think about that juxtaposition for a minute. Think about that. They have so much police power. They could shut down the Bill of Rights indefinitely. Yet they don't have enough police power to merely assist the federal government. In enforcing. Federal immigration law as they do federal firearms, federal drug laws and every other federal law. Next, on Friday, the Ninth Circus ruled a nationwide class action suit that all these bogus asylum seekers that have these pe- pending cre- credible fear determination hearings they must be given bond hearings so they could be released. While Americans are locked up, illegal aliens get access to the court to be released. As you well know, statute states 8 USC. 1225B34, they shall be detained. Shall be detained. Yet the courts are saying, well, there's really a shall not. And again, just like in that other case, 8 USC 1252F1 explicitly blocks, in this case, the lower courts from issuing class action injunctions in this context. And then, of course, judges throughout the country are ruling now that criminals, American criminals, must be released. What is going on here?
1: Why is nobody asking any questions?
0: Then we have New York just released 51 criminals in Monroe County, that's Rochester area, including eight sex offenders from jail. Okay. So remember how I told you guys that what they're doing is they're saying, oh, it's a low level offense, but they're not looking at their history. They're just looking at what they were there at that moment. But usually people who are in jail or prison at the moment. For what you what appears to be low level offenses, it usually means they are a very high risk and they just got them back in there on a so-called low level offense. So you see that here because they let go a bunch of people who are put back for violating probation Ah, eh, violating probation, not a big deal. Well, what if you were initially arrested for being a child rapist? Well, these are level three sex offenders, registered sex offenders, and they're being put up in the local Holiday Inn Express. In. In uh, Greece, the town of Greece um, in Monroe County. And the local police weren't even told about this release by Cuomo. The great Governor Cuomo. In addition, we now know that those that were released from Rikers Island in New York City were given free cell phones, cab fares,
1: and all sorts of amenities.
0: All sorts of hotel rooms. So I'm assuming that the hotel rooms are being paid for by taxpayers. There is something really, really sick. And demented going on here. We have Americans. I mean, now, see, look, before we were saying, look, we can get over this, be a few weeks. But no, I mean, now it's nuclear winter. This is over with. The Great Depression, we always used to think, like, you know, what was it like? You speak to your grandparents, what was it like during the Great Depression? Well, we're going to find out. But hold that thought. Breitbart, Neil Monroe, great reporting here. Trump's DHS starts to import 85,000 H-1B graduate gig workers. So this is where we are, folks. President Donald Trump's deputies announced Friday that they had begun the process of importing 85,000 H-1B gig workers to take white-collar jobs that will be needed after October by the millions of American graduates who are now losing jobs in the coronavirus crash.
1: Unbelievable! Remember, we called on them to end
0: the visa lottery, which is this week. The agency announced Friday that it had received enough corporate re- requests to snatch up all of the 2020 supply of H one visas. They are conducting a lottery this week to bring in eighty five thousand H one B visas. I, I I mean, for first of all, j- just from a coronavirus perspective i mean they're saying this is going to be around for for months to come why would you bring in people from india and china i mean it's it's orwell
1: it's orwell so from a just health
0: standpoint it's insane we're locked up but you bring in people from the globe to immigrate and then from a labor standpoint there is something terrible going on here Tucker, get on this, Laura Ingram, get on it. Rush
1: Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, where are you? Come on. A very dark, dark place in Rhode Island. They're going house to house. House to house to root out New Yorkers.
0: And deport them, I guess.
1: Remember, they used to say Daniel. What do you expect? We're going to go house to house and deport everyone.
0: Well, I guess for Americans, hold my beer. We could do that. No
1: problem. No judicial process. Nothing. You want to talk about the crime
0: I thought was astounding. Ryan Gerdusky put this out. Um, If you look at Comstat, the NYPD's um, data they have on citywide crimes so what is shocking is so obviously crime is down relative to before the virus because i mean i mean it's nuclear winter the streets are empty but here's the shocking thing you would think crime would almost be nil right do you understand that if you compare they compare week by week to the previous year so the week of march 9th through march 15th of 2020 Relative to that same week of March 9th to March 15th of 2019. And despite just the end of all activity. Still still. Murders have are double the that same week last week. Rape is 17.9% higher. Robbery 8% higher. Burglary 35.7% higher which makes sense. And grand larceny auto up 64 percent petty larceny up 18 percent shooting incidents up 18.8 percent
1: and they're letting out criminals and they are letting out criminals i just i'm spe- i'm speechless i'm speechless i don't know what to say I really don't know what to say. And meanwhile, I'm put under house arrest.
0: I mean, yeah, you could walk, take a walk. You could go to the store for what they call essential items. But I don't know. Let's say I wanted to just take a pleasure ride, just drive. Literally, I mean, that's the most confined thing. You're just one man in a car. I could be pulled over. Where, where are you headed? I, I, I don't know. This is all happening so quick. But why doesn't anyone else jump out of that boiling pot of water? What are you guys seeing? We're going to put up some open threads at the Facebook page at our our remaining sanctuary before they shut it down. Her Citizen Sanctuary for you to share your ideas, your narratives, your stories that we could publicize and just try to. I mean, yes, my goal is to raise your blood pressure. I'm sorry. We have no, no choice. I want to get your blood pressure as high as mine is now.
1: And then, I don't know, some of you might have seen this story. But, um, truly, truly shocking.
0: About how. This Chula Vista, California, this police in this city. They're using Chinese night vision drones banned by the U.S. Army. To enforce coronavirus lockdown. I mean, again, Orwell has nothing on us. Police, th- this is from the American Military Times. Police in Chula Vista, California, plan to use Chinese-made aerial drones to surveil and enforce the state's coronavirus stay-at-home orders and to disperse crowds violating the orders. The police department has doubled its drone fleet, adding two additional DJI drones to help with its lockdown enforcement efforts, the Washington Exam- Examiner reported. U.S. officials have warned against using Chinese drones domestically. Quote, we have not traditionally mounted speakers to our drones, but if we need to cover a large area to get an announcement out, or if there were, if there were a crowd somewhere that we need to disperse, we could do it without getting police officers involved, Captain Vern uh, Saleh said in comments to the Financial Times. The Chula Vista may also use its drones to relay messages to the city's homeless when we have less access to information. Um, they go on to say U.S. officials have said that Chinese manufactured drones pose a risk of opening the U.S. up to Chinese spying efforts. In 2017, the U.S. Army ordered its soldiers to stop using DJI drones. Um, the Department of Interior also decided in October to ground its entire drone fleet consisting out of mostly Chinese drones and components out of concern that the drones were relaying sensitive information about U.S. Infra infrastructure back to China.
1: Um, Folks,
0: we are being locked in our homes. We are being bankrupted. Our jobs are being stolen. Foreign nationals are being brought in while we're told that we have to stay at home to stop the spread of a virus. Rather than engaging in social distancing from China, we're going to bring in more people from China and then use Chinese drones to spy on Americans. Folks, none of this is a conspiracy theory. God knows what's going on that's even worse. That we haven't seen. This is all documented. It's all straight in front of us. It's in front of our eyes. And what are we doing about it? Well. For one thing, we need to pray to God. Pray to God. To heal the sick. To evacuate us from this, this terrible situation. And to somehow change this around.
1: Politically. And for these rogue leaders. That
0: are taking. A panoply. Of contradictory. And indefensible actions. Let us pray for them as
1: well. Psalms 109.
0: For the conductor of David's song. O God of my praise be not silent. For the mouth of a wicked man and the mouth of a a deceitful man have opened upon me. They spoke with me with a lying tongue. And with words of hatred they have surrounded me, and they have fought with me without cause. Instead of my love, they persecute me, but I am at prayer. They have imposed upon me evil instead of good, and hatred instead of my love. Set a wicked man over him, and let an adversary stand at his right hand. When he is judged, let him emerge guilty. And let his prayer be accounted as a sin. May his days be few. And may someone else take his office of dignity. May his sons be orphans and his wife a widow. May his sons wander. And people should ask and search for their ruins. May a creditor search out all he has. And may strangers despoil his labor. May he have none who extends kindness. And may no one be gracious to his orphans. May his end be to be cut off in another generation. May their name be blotted out. May the iniquity against his forefathers be remembered by the Lord. And may the sin against his mother not be erased. May they be before the Lord constantly. And may he cut off their remembrance from the earth. Because he did not remember to do kindness. And he pursued, pursued a poor and needy man and a brokenhearted one to kill him. And he loved a curse and it came upon him. And he did not desire a blessing, and it distanced itself from him. He done the curse like his garment, and it came into his midst like water and in, into his bones like oil. May it be to him as a garment with which he envelops himself and as a girdle with which he constantly girds himself.
1: This is the recompenses
0: of my adversaries from the Lord and those that speak evil upon my soul. But you, O oh God, my Lord, do with me for your name's sake, for your kindness is good. Save me, for I am poor and needy. And my heart has died within me. Like a shadow, when it lengthens, I was driven about. I was stirred up like a locust. My knees stumbled from fasting, and my flesh became emaciated from fat. And I was a disgrace to them. They would see me. They would shake their head. Help me, O oh Lord, my God. Save me according to your kindness. And they should know that this is your hand. You, O Lord, have done it. Let them curse and you will, bl- and you will bless. They rose up and were ashamed. But your servant will re- rejoice. May my adversaries don disgrace and enwrap themselves with their shame like a cloak. I shall thank the Lord exceedingly with my mouth and among many people I shall praise him. For he will stand to the right of the needy to save him from those who judge his soul. Folks, all we can do is pray for God's counsel, God's guidance, God's salvation. And we got to organize. We need to ask questions about the science of what is going on, the best strategy, you know, if nothing else, just to save the most lives from the coronavirus. And then also it's got to be balanced out against everything else economically, liberty wise, and all the other lives that will be lost physically and mentally as a result of this. We have never lived in a time like this. None of us, including myself, are anywhere near prepared to deal with it. But the first step in dealing with it is recognizing the severity of the problem. That's what we've done today. Contact your state legislatures like there's no tomorrow and say you've got to rein in state and county executives doing all this stuff. There's got to be some transparency. There's got to be some metrics. There's got to be some deadlines. At the same time, email me dharowitz at blazemedia.com, follow my writings at conservativereview.com. the minute by minute play by play that you need to hear and see at on Twitter at RMConservative. By the way, you could also follow us um, on Twitter as well, my fan page. So the Harwitz Citizen Sanctuary on Facebook, as well as the fan page on Twitter. They're now up on Twitter. Some of you like Twitter better. Citizen Sanctuary, it's C-I-T-Z Sanctuary. That is the Twitter handle. Look, our lives have been turned upside down on a dime. We've had a 100 years worth of tyranny truncated into just a couple of weeks. The same way that could happen, God's salvation could also come and turn this around in a blink of an eye. And so we pray, till tomorrow, may God bless, guide, and keep us all safe.